Live life the Edgecorp way. Punch the clock. Keep your head down. Collect your pay. This is the day-to-day -day reality of working stiffs in a rough galaxy. But when the crew of the cargo freighter Calamity fails to catch break after break, their lives are turned upside down. Bad cargo, spiraling debt, and a woman's life on the line. All with the Golden League Crime Syndicate breathing down their necks. It's no surprise that these blue-collar folks get desperate enough to take any job. Can't let danger or moral compromises get in the way of their bonus checks. So goes life, far beyond the stars. We are recording episode 19 today, fam. And Ooh. it's been a wild ride uh, to get here. You actually accomplished something pretty impressive uh, the last episode. I was kind of ruminating on this a little bit over over the intervening two weeks or so since the last time we recorded. It's been a month. It's been a month over the last month or so oh, since we last recorded. Toledo. And I got to say, I am very impressed with the four of you. Um, the way the, the way the mission is written in the AP, it's, it's actually very straightforward and it, and it definitely is set up to be a moment of victory for the crew, right? But the four of you are so good at playing what's actually happened to your characters in a way that's a little more realistic of y'all are a little fucked up. <laughs> maybe that was our i guess that was our one fuck for the episode i used it already <laughs> i used i used our one f-bomb for the episode already but but you know it you're all a little messed up you're not doing well and i'm glad that you actually play that and follow that through line through to its conclusion but because we left off on such a point of high drama um i think we're just gonna go ahead and and get into the and get into the episode we can get some of these some of these tensions either continued or maybe resolved and and then we've got quite a bit of plot to get to not to not to give to not to give the game away too much but you are very very close to the end of book 1 dun 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 oh. dun, dun dun so we're heading <laughs> we're heading for some denouement some wrap up before new exciting Ooh. adventures begin so where we last left you, as I said, your crew had accomplished something pretty remarkable, posing as Edgecorp shareholders and using a combination of charm, guile, technical expertise, and just sheer dumb luck. You were able to infiltrate a top secret research project on a high security orbital starship construction platform. It was wild. We're you great. did a great job. Yeah, it did. It actually went pretty smoothly, all things considered. Point of order, though, we were actually shareholders. We didn't pose. We were shareholders. Well, excuse, uh, pardon me. Yes, you arrived as shareholders to the high, <laughs> with every right to come see this top secret project facility. My bad. Do excuse me. What you weren't allowed to do was infiltrate the facility itself, uh, opening nearly every door, hacking the heavily encrypted computer network, and lifting almost everything of value not nailed down. <laughs> nice. Hey, we left the ring. Inclu yes, you did leave the ring um, over, over Dustin's strenuous objections. 
because <laughs> well, he weren't in the room. Because yeah, the only Captain reason. Friday wasn't in the room, so Dustin just had to complain from the sidelines because his character wasn't there. But uh, I do believe you even didn't you take a cooking pot of some variety, Angel? Like you literally lifted a kitchen appliance from the oh, kitchen. Oh, I think I did. Yeah, the Mark II culinary synthesizer. Yeah, fancy. <laughs> I need to put that in the loot. So yeah, you took everything you possibly could except for one ring. I got a gold spaceship. And you did it all without tripping the alarm. It was pretty impressive. Things got a little hairy when you were discovered by Monitor 77B, but despite taking some heavy, nasty injuries, you managed to defeat him too and had sealed the heavy-duty hangar doors behind you to prevent security from following you. Again, ace move. Absolutely incredible. Top-notch. Five stars. You boarded the Oliphant, an unassuming cargo freighter on the outside, but an experimental technological marvel within, and you made a clean getaway out into the vast darkness of space and then into the drift. And this should have been a victorious moment. It's a massive achievement for your crew, and it's part revenge against your former corporate overlords, part your ticket to a new life where you can all make your own way in this awful galaxy. But as often happens, the strain of getting to this point resulted in harsh words between Saren and the captain, and and the Shimreen withdrew to one of the private cabins to be alone. Ballad, I believe, went to ex- off to explore the rest of the ship and collect her own thoughts, not pleased with Friday mm-hmm. very much either, leaving Captain Friday and Miss Fanny in her true form as Rolora alone on the bridge. Uh, let me go ahead and move you to the Oliphant map. Hee <laughs> It's a much it's, larger ship than the one you had previously. It's ginormous in comparison. One of the engines is the size of our old ship. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, Pretty gosh. much. Um, on this bridge, I love, the, I love this bridge. There's a station for each of you on this bridge. And Friday, you're actually, the captain's station is on this raised dais at the back <laughs> of the bridge with your own console. Where you can sit there and capt and like you can really Jean Luc Picard your way through the galaxy <laughs> from this vantage point. Yeah, uh, Dustin would be very uncomfortable with that. I think it's or Friday would be very. I, I'm really uncomfortable with that. I think Friday eventually will be very uncomfortable with that. But it's very. I don't like the idea of being like above everybody else. That bugs me. The captain is the most important person on the ship. Just take your rightful place. It has a turret station. That is awesome. Yeah, if you if you if you look down at the bottom left of the map, you you get the map key of what everything oh. on this ship is. I'm so excited to to play around in that tech workshop. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we have a holodeck, guys. An yeah. arcane uh, laboratory. My Abby, goodness. galactic mistress. Can we have a holodeck episode where the holodeck <laughs> goes awry and becomes well, real? And- oh, jeez, no. <laughs> I create something sentient by saying the wrong thing to the computer. Oh, whoops. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to lie. I already have a couple ideas that have been kicking around in my head since oh, I saw snap. that there is a hollow, a, a virtual reality yes. entertainment system yes. on this on this ship. Uh, there may or may not be a holodeck episode or two stewing up in the old brain pan here. But, <laughs> I mean, that said, at the moment in the story... You're ostensibly dropping this ship off with Sinjin. That's not your ship. Yeah. yeah. You're just, you're details, just, you're just passing through on this ship as far as your characters are concerned. Don't metagame. 
<laughs> Although that actually does lead me to my next question is uh, Miss Fanny or Rolora, I guess, since that is the form that she currently is still in. What destination did you set when you enter the drift? You do have the coordinates for the handoff. Sinjin's assistant, Deminda, gave them to you when she was passing over all of the intel on the Oliphant. But is that the course you plotted? Oh, I think unless they were given any other direction, she would have been on not literal autopilot, but (laughs) figurative autopilot and put whatever the next item on their heist list was, would have just gone down and enter it. So unless Friday, you know, set course for blah, 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 blah. She's just going to go with whatever the original plan was. So she's not going to deviate from that just because of where she is in her head right now. Gotcha. Okay. Makes sense. She's got a lot going on. There's a lot stewing <laughs> for Valora at the moment. Friday, I, I do think at some point Friday would have Fanny pull over, stop at a, like an asteroid belt or something so he could play with the turret gun a bit. I think he would want to do that. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so I think at some point he would he would want to at least try the turret station because he's gone 15 years without a, a, a ship without a, any kind of weapons and he's had to think of ways around things without weapons. So like the idea of finally being able to like shoot a weapon like on a ship is just something I think he'd be wanting to do. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, hey, there's stuff in the drift to shoot too. You don't necessarily have to wait to leave the drift. You can... You can shoot. You can shoot those guns at drift objects. That's very true. That that, that maybe they'll, he'll just do that. He'll just shoot. He'll look no for need drift to wait. Just flying around and just shoot at them. <laughs> and I just rolled. Uh, since you're you're heading out to the you're heading out to the diaspora, uh, which is a one d six die roll for how many days? I rolled four days. So it's going to it's going to take you a minute. You've got a little time in this ship uh, as you head out there. But Friday, I imagine you have something a little more pressing to do before you go shoot the guns at various drift objects. Or would you like to take the edge off first and shoot the the, guns? Part of the reason that Friday wants to shoot the guns. I don't think Friday would talk to Saren immediately. That was a high-stress situation, which is part of the reason why... Uh, I think he lost it. That combined with the loss of his mother, just it was just kind of a breaking point for him. So I don't think he would do it like right away. I think he'd probably rest up and make sure everybody's kind of like recharged and back to normal, and the ship is in good shape, and there's nothing to worry about there. Also, making sure there's no tracking devices on the ship. So I, that's a good call. That's a really good. That's smart. I'd probably route that through Fanny to check with Saren, <laughs> just for just for the day. So. Uh, <laughs> just to keep things going and then uh, and then probably just rest up for, for at least a day um, recover, get back up to health um, that kind of stuff well you'll definitely notice as the four of you move through the ship explore a little bit now that Fanny's got her course set uh, that this ship is so much bigger than BD-14 as, as Dustin said earlier the one engine of the Oliphant was the size of the Calamity before. So you, if you don't want to talk to each other, you have a lot more space in which to not talk to each other. Uh, There, there is no place that's trying to cram you together on this ship. Um, Each of you have your own room. If you want, 
There's uh, a tech lab. There's an arcane laboratory for if any of you ever decides that you want to start dabbling more seriously in magic, where I guess Rolora uh, might be able to make good use out of that laboratory. It actually comes equipped with a pretty spacious galley. I think Rolora would be especially excited to find that there's just so much more available counter and storage <laughs> space and neat little appliances yes. for her to use. Um, there is, as we mentioned, a recreation suite that comes with a virtual reality uh, holodeck-like uh, equipment. And then, of course, you know, the turret station, where uh, Friday can vent a few of his feelings, blowing stuff up as you pass it in the drift. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> As if you wouldn't want to do the same. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm just playing. Gender essentialism has no place in this game. <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, you pass however many days this way. Um, another quick question for Rolora. Do you stay as Rolora the entire time? Do you ever revert back to Miss Fanny? Oh, no. I just want to do a quick check-in on how that's going before we get no, into You, you got it on the nose. Condos. While she's on the ship, she just, again, she's owning it. You know, she, if given the opportunity, if there was like a side ship to take and not this one, that would have been honestly her preference is like, crap, well, we're going to have to steal something. I wish there was another option, but there wasn't. Um, So, you know, she, you know, What's that one? Uh, you make what's that expression? Something about making the bed. Uh, I can't she made her it. bed. Now she has to lie in it. You got it. That's exactly it. So she'll either be in Relora or switch to her natural form as an Astrozoan. Uh, but between those two, she won't. She won't take on another another form while on the on the Oliphant. So how's Ballad doing before we move on to our to our two problem children? <laughs> I don't know. She's kind of pissed off. She like she really didn't like she understands where it's coming from and also that it's coming from him not dealing with his actual issues which bothers her like <laughs> she does want to kind of say something to him not to try and be chiding or anything because she doesn't want to turn into like a mom figure where it's like hey i'm the old lady now so i'm gonna <laughs> tell you off for not dealing with your shit but uh or your stuff not dealing with your stuff but she she probably will like gently say at some point like hey you need to process your feelings about your mom you need to take some time because you know as a leader it's unfortunate but a lot of times you got to learn to push your feelings aside and not do that (laughs) and if we're gonna you know expect you to continue to be our leader you got to find ways to to shunt your emotions in positive directions uh like, you know, talk to someone if you need to, uh, blow off steam by blowing stuff up, <laughs> whatever it is. She'll probably just gently say that at some point to the captain. She was just a little disappointed it, that that happened. Uh, yeah. Not to say that she's not disappointed in Saren either. She's She really is turning into the parent, unfortunately, but... <laughs> you're, the not- mom for the, you're the mom friend of this group. 
Just yep. the most irresponsible person is the mon friend. <laughs> <laughs> and the person that's grandma is gone introspective for being such a um, you know their their life view is empathy and walking in another's shoes. They've kind of flipped the script and are you know it's been very introspective. So I'm picturing them just just being oblivious to the whole thing and just again autopiloting where if they are passing it's very generic stats reports for the captain uh you know checking in with um uh, with sharon about looking for bugs going oh no i'm going through the systems i i I don't i think i was thorough but i'm (laughs) the ship is new to me and kind of you know, doing kind of a joint effort as far as, you know, for her, that's your area of expertise. And, you know, she has some training because of the military. She's not too bad at computers, but for her, that's kind of like your world. And normally she would be more the prying grandma, but one, she's super guilty because, you know, the her revelation, you know, also was a hit for you uh, on top of almost like you got hit with a couple of different things like simultaneously in such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. So now she's, what can I say? You know, it's, you know, from her perspective, she's just being her herself, but she also realized, well, this is a shapeshifter, you know, that they're, they're seen differently um, by different folks have different opinions on how, how they use their, their shifting abilities. Um, so she'll probably be a little bit more, not as mechanical with Saren, but same thing, business, as far as, you know, maybe there is some tracking programming, malware, who knows, um, you know, maybe setting up grids like, oh, well, what room do you recommend I check? And then with Ballad is just probably just honestly just exchanging glances and yeah. well, you would pick up that Shoulder she's touches. very mechanical as far as, <laughs> you know, you were really light about changing your, you know, your own matrix so if she's going to be kind of her squishy self, like she'll do that more around you and be the gooey monster <laughs> um, <laughs> around while you folks are interacting. So you could hang out with Goopy, Goop Monster. Um, Space Starfish. I'm out with Goopy. <laughs> Hanging out with Goopy. But yeah, definitely very mechanical. Yeah, very mechanical and more and more business than you've probably seen seem misfamily. And so with each of each of their crewmates sort of lost in their own private introspective hells, uh, Ballad has had to step in as the crew mom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She's like, man, I haven't had to be this person in a, a while. A role to which she is not naturally well suited. <laughs> Eh, she did it for a while, in a way. Yeah, she she did some motherly things in the past. Anyways, but here, but a story for another time. Um, a story for before we time. before we move on to uh, Friday and Saren's chat. Um, I want anybody who is sweeping for probes, anybody who is checking the systems, Ooh. anybody uh, anybody doing any sort of making sure the ship is what it seems to be on the surface sort of things to make me uh, make me a couple of checks. So, oh my god, that actually mattered? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm so glad I mentioned that then. <laughs> hey, I gotta. I I don't have any knowledges, so I'll go first because I'm sure it's gonna be brief. You find nothing, basically, is probably what I'm gonna get. But uh, <laughs> so I got a perception twenty two to just sort of like be looking around for little any any. I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't have any knowledge of what stuff might look like. But she's just taking a look around, just basically. taking a look, see around. Uh, mm-hmm. on a twenty two. Yeah, everything looks fine. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, now somebody who knows things. You're, you know, you're not exactly you're not exactly sure what you're looking at, to be honest. Uh, you're it's it cool, looks cool. like it looks like a ship. The ship has ship stuff on it. <laughs> that's uh that's a spaceship. That sure is a spaceship. <laughs> I roll a diplomacy I roll a diplomacy with the computer's AI in order to determine. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean that could potentially work actually. Like there's no sh- there's if our computer has an AI. <laughs> there's no shipboard AI that you are currently able to detect. Okay. Ooh, okay, Heidi, time to build one. Ah yeah. yeah like Relora, Relora had to fly this thing manual. There was there was no helpful AI that popped up to popped GM, up to assist. GM bot is now gonna be the AI. <laughs> <laughs> Which well, then please. she felt guilty about. Well, she enjoyed it, but then she felt guilty that she enjoyed it. It's like, oh, oh. <laughs> Let's see. I I don't know what to roll, so I did uh, engineering and computers. Um, yeah. So that would have been a nice. twenty-four engineering, twenty-one computers, and as a technomancer, I would have thrown in detect magic. Uh, Ooh, clever. As well, very clever uh, to kind of bridge that bridge that gap okay your computer's check yields nothing everything seems to be everything seems to be the way that it should be as far as uh flying a starship you can tell relora that from the way the ship is configured and its general shape that it is more or less a retrofitted edge corp sledgehammer class Uh cargo freighter uh and you're not seeing anything outside of the outside of the cargo holds themselves and the fact that the appointments are they like all of the different appointments like in the ship itself are far nicer than you would find on an edge corp sledgehammer because this was meant to be crewed by callistocrat staff but other than that the ship flies like a sledgehammer the computer responds like a sledgehammer everything seems to be in the proper place you've fl- you've flown one of those ships before and Everything seems fine. Your engineering check, however, and because you're so familiar sort of with the sledgehammer model, is you do notice that there are a couple of non-standard cameras installed uh, just in various places throughout the ship. Oh, I tag Severin immediately. He's like, oh, oh, Jiri. Hmm. These are standard. Uh, no, they don't look like they're standard. You want to make me a, make me an engineering check there, Saren? Sure. I did re I did pre-roll oh. uh, computers and engineering check as well for this. I rolled a 27 computers and a 16 engineering. A 16 engineering. Uh, yeah. Okay. All you, you just, you, yeah, that tracks. You just agree with Miss Fanny that like, sure, those don't seem to be. Uh, 
those don't seem to come to come standard on edge corp freighters. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, computers, computer science wise, when you actually check the cameras themselves, uh, and then you can actually go into the ship's computer to kind of trace where different pa- data packets might be being sent around. And those actually do have, uh, a couple, a couple of different packets that when it would in that if your ship docked with say some big organized uh, style spaceport like Absalom Station, when you connected with that network, those data packets would be sent uh, back as a report to someone. Oh. You can't really you you can you probably have a pretty good guess. Who would get them? <laughs> um, <laughs> Connecting can I, the dots. Can I disable that? You can if you. I'm. I will. I will say that since your computer's check was pretty damn good to discover this in the first place. Yeah. Okay. I'll let you. Um, I'll let you hack. I'll let you hack that. Okay. And I will roll again. I'll do an eight. Ooh, even better. I got a 28. Ooh, oh, it's a plus two for me. Damn. So 30 total? Yeah. Holy you are You're shnikes. able to scrub the code. That would Looks like there was some code back. that was... There was there was some code that was sending information back, it, or would if we docked somewhere. Um, looks like looks like we should be able to get this out in no time, uh, Relora. Oh, that's a clever... Clever failsafe. It certainly is. I, I I hope that they're not like they won't be able to track us any further. I think we're I think we are pretty thorough. Seems like it. Um, if that's all that you need from me right now, I might. I'm gonna go back to the recreation suite. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, don't don't hesitate to to ping me if you you need me to put something tasty for you together. All right, thank you, Relora. Let me know if there's anything any work that needs to be done out here. All business. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Saren, you're oh. heading back. You're heading to the recreation suite. Yeah, I think when Saren opens the door, it, there will be Friday there using the recreation suite. Oh, damn. oh geez. <laughs> Friday, what were you doing in the recreation suite? So Friday has this, uh, this basically this data program for his home. So when he's feeling, uh, usually the only time he can use it is when he's on Absalon Station because it's the only place that has uh, <laughs> these kind of entertainment areas. Uh, so, but what you see is it's it, he's inside a barn and. I don't know if any of you have ever had to unload hay, but when you unload hay, you use these hooks and you stab the hooks and you lift it up and then you stack it wherever you're stacking. And it is a shitty job. And, uh, but it is, it makes you itchy. (laughs) Uh, However, I think Friday does it when he's like having to like, think about things like he just, it's just because it's kind of a mindless task that works your body physically and allows you to kind of think while you're doing it. Is this it. his Captain America chopping wood outside the farmhouse <laughs> moment? This is oh. his Captain America chopping wood outside the farmhouse, exactly. Uh, and you just see him second there, and uh, it's like, and he turns and goes, Ah, Saren, glad uh, you can make it. Why don't you come help me uh, stack some hay? Um, no. 
<laughs> I that does not sound like fun to me. Um, the hay would definitely ra- rasp up my um, lattice. Uh, oh well, then why don't you just come have a seat? Let's have a talk. Do you really want to do this right now? Well, I mean, what else are we going to do on the drift? And honestly, I miss I miss having you around. So I'd like to kind of see if we can work things out and get in a better get in a better place. Because uh, you know, I miss you. Huh. Well, that's funny. Um, certainly hasn't seemed like it, but yeah, fine, whatever. Uh, Saren will walk in and sit directly on the pile of hay that Friday was intending to stack. Oh my the, the god, bale that he's the passive the aggression <laughs> is just on point. <laughs> like angel level. <laughs> uh, and Friday, he pulls down one, one bale and puts it down for himself. Well, first off, Saren, I want to apologize to you. Uh, I lost it a little bit. It was a little pressure. I shouldn't have let it get to me like that. and um, But I was really, really scared for all of us, and I didn't want to mess anything up. And I think my phrasing was a little off when I did that. I did not mean to make it sound like you needed help. I just wanted to get us out of there as safely and as quickly as possible. And, and you know, when high-pressure situations happen, that means, you know, we all, we all got to come together and just work together as best we can. And that was what I meant. It wasn't that I didn't think you could do it. It was that uh, I thought I I just wanted to make sure that nothing was missed, and I'm sorry about that. Saren sits with your arms crossed across your chest, and you know the frustrating thing is that you were right. I couldn't have done it on my own. It was only because Relora was there that I was even able to crack into the system. I Meaning, it's felt that way for a long time recently. Ever since Voxa, well, it just has felt felt like everyone's treating me like I like I can't do anything right and I mean even in the midst of the fight against that hobgoblin corpse um, it just felt like all of you you know told me to step back and said that I couldn't do it and you know it's didn't hurt as much from Relora and Ballad um you know, because they're relatively new, and but you, when you put yourself in front of me, just I mean, and said that that you had it, it just felt like you were just calling me dead weight, and and then I was, I didn't even land a single hit on that enemy. I just felt so useless recently. Wait a minute, Sarah. Did you think I was telling you to step back? Because that wasn't what I was telling you. I was telling you that we got this as a team. Like, all of us together. Not not you go go away. It was... You got there. I stepped in front of you because I didn't want you to take a blow like Ballad. I wanted to put myself first. That's because that's what a captain does. And I just didn't want you getting hurt. I would have stepped in front of Fanny, and if Ballad was there, I would have done the same thing. That's that's my job is to protect you all. You understand that, right? Yeah. It sure didn't feel like that. It felt like I mean, maybe that's what you meant and I I really I don't know. 
The Edgecorp therapy bots always tell me not to make my emotions someone else's problem. Uh, it just, I, I realize that's still something that I, that I do all the time. I always, so have I ever told you about Dade? Uh, you, you have never told me much, uh, but I'm, ha- I'm happy to listen if you want to talk to me about Dade. So before you and I met, before I worked at Edgecorp, um, she was the captain of a ship called the Drifter. Um, she saved me from some pretty bad times. And um, I mean, the stuff that I was talking about was that was that like a week ago? <laughs> stuff the stuff I told you a couple weeks ago when um after Akiton, you know, while I was flying with with her I was only with her for a couple of years, but she kind of became a, a mother for me and taught me how to be a good person, but I always struggled with that because I had lived through so much and I know that I had lived through a lot and it affected the way that I think and I act and I react and I'm finding myself right now struggling because she joined the Starfinders. I found, I went into the her cabin one day looking for her and I saw a letter on her data pad welcoming her into the Starfinders and I just knew that she was going to leave me and couldn't handle it so I left and... And I regret that, and because it felt like I left because it felt like she was saying I was useless and she didn't care about me and wouldn't ever want to keep me around. But it just feels like that again right now. Like, you're the captain, and, you know, just because you're the captain doesn't mean you have to, like, take all the hits. But... I mean, sometimes standing in front of someone to protect them prevents them from doing what they need to to grow. And she just covers your face and uh, makes like a ragged sobbing sound. I I get what you're saying, Saren. I will always protect anybody I care about with any fiber of my being. I still would have done that I don't think there was any scenario where I wouldn't have. I can't promise you that. But what I can promise is if you ask me, I will always step out of the way for you and I will give you the space you need. That being said, I also need you as my friend not to take things out on me when you are getting frustrated because you haven't been treating me too kindly the last few days, last well, last week. And uh, I think a lot of what ended up happening you know, when we were leaving had to do with that because you just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And that maybe you were just trying to push me away just so you wouldn't, you know, cause if you're pushing me away, then you don't have to deal with another, it's a kind of a form of running away, I guess. But, uh, but I don't, I didn't deserve to be treated like that, especially, I, I, you know, I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to cope with my mom and losing her. And, I, I needed a friend right then, and that didn't feel very good. So, you know, why don't we just make this promise? And it seems like we're making a lot of these lately. <laughs> uh, you, if you, if you tell me how you're, what you need, if you're feeling left out, or you're feeling like we're we're pushing you away, do I'm sure any of us would do anything we can to 
to make you feel included, make you feel a part of this, make make him feel like you're stepping up because I want you to. I want you to be a part of this, especially now. We're going into business for ourselves. You're you're my partner. We're equals. We're family through and through now, as far as I'm concerned. I'll do that, but I, I also need you to tell, you know, if you're mad at me, have a conversation with me. Don't just uh just 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 do backhanded remarks every time you turn around because I, I I'm not the I'm not the brightest tool in the shed. I, I don't always pick up on all those, and I'm by the time it happens, it, it might end up getting worse instead of better. <sighs> also, stop using those those Edge Corp therapy bots. They they're not helping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Saren giggles. Maybe with our maybe with our money, we'll buy you some non Edge Corp therapy bots think that Saren like bristled initially you know when being called out on your passive aggressive comments and then just like did some deep breathing and you know calmed yourself and said ain't got no access to to the edge corp therapy bots now anyway they're not for shareholders certainly not for thieves um <laughs> but uh i had no call to to be as rude as I was I wasn't dealing with myself and you're right you know you're my best friend I don't know if you know that but certainly the person that's been in my life the longest and it just feels like uh, I wasn't I know that I I know that the way I was acting just did a little bit too too much to hurt you so I'm sorry and I know that sorries aren't ever going to bring your mom back but I know what it's like to lose a mom and I'm sorry okay, okay I'll give you a hug Saren uh Saren doesn't even wait Saren just you know like honestly crushes uh, Friday. <laughs> oh, there's your big, strong arm. <laughs> well, they're both the tallest people on the ship, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm glad we, we finally talked it out a little bit, Saren. You're my best friend, too, actually. Think about it. You've been around longest. I always thought that your family, that just already passes friends. You know, you understand that, right? I don't, I don't want you to think you did. But uh, there was one more thing, and, and this is going to be a little serious, but I just want. I just don't want you to know that it's said with all the love of my heart, though, is we're, we're in the thick of it and I'm barking at orders. That is not the time to argue with me ever. I love you to death, but that's when mistakes happen. If we do that, you understand that, right? Um, I suppose so. But also maybe barking out orders is exactly what causes mistakes. I'll work on the barking out orders. Not so forcefully, but, you know. Heat of the moment. We can we can have all the discussions you want afterwards, though. If you want to, if you think I did something a little off, and I, I need to correct something for future, I'm more than happy to have that discussion. But not in the middle of we're in a stolen ship right now. I, I don't know what's going to be coming after us, and if we're fighting, they're fi- they're firing on us. That's just not a good time to do that. Like I said, done all the love of my heart. Happy to just talk with you after whenever. But just in the middle of it, we just got to go with what it is. Now that being said. You also should push back, though, if, if an argument. I know this is getting mighty confusing now. If you know, if you have a question about it, feel free to ask. Just, just don't, don't storm off. I guess is the best way to put it. I suppose I can do that, Captain. 
Also, really, this is where you come when you want get away on Absalom Station? <laughs> well, you know, uh, it it takes a it takes a while to get to my home, so this is this is the closest proximity. This is this is where I grew up. It's uh, I had the the recreators make this based off pictures I had. Me and my sister used to play in this barn all the time, and uh, play hide and go seek and play all kinds of games. We had a blast out here. Just, just good memories. It's just a place to relax. It's quiet. Um, you don't, you don't. When you know, you might, you might like the hum of the engines, but sometimes when you grow up on a planet like this, where there's not a lot of machinery around everywhere, sometimes you just want to get to a place where it's a little quieter. I know what you mean. You want to see my happy place? Of course. Uh, and Saren will go to the computer and plug in a. You know the like the code to bring up your program, which she'd already loaded in, nice. and I, I imagine that the the room flickers for a second as the image of a of this farm, you know, with like the stacks of hay bales disappears and is replaced by the top of a mountain, Ooh. looking out over vast uh, fields of grain. Uh, you know, pine trees and oak and just this deciduous forest. There's, you know, there's birds, there's, you know, woodland creatures, you know, that you can hear kind of moving around through the underbrush occasionally. Uh, Mostly sounds like, I don't imagine that it's like expensive enough to actually have the, (laughs) the actual creatures in them. (laughs) Um, And there's a storm, a thunderstorm rolling in, in the distance. Um. So, and that's what it is. Gorgeous. Was this your happy? Dade brought me here on Castrovel. One of the first times I ever felt like a kid. You ever think about sending her a message? Saren shakes your head furiously. <laughs> uh, no, uh, she'd be too mad at me. Plus, it's been fifteen years. Uh, Saren, you know if you you disappeared because you thought I was joining the Starfinder Society and I didn't know what happened to you I'd want nothing more than to hear from you there would be no anger there'd only be mighty longing to see my friend again I'll think about it Captain thanks for everything thanks for thanks for talking with me and showing me your happy place I wonder if we could get some marshmallows and some chocolate for s'mores have you ever had a s'more they're mighty delicious how can I have some more if I haven't had <laughs> and on that we fade to black a little while later I um, call everyone to the meeting table and Fanny I think it's time for us to have a little celebratory feast we're way past due for that what do y'all think sounds perfect I mean we did just steal one of the most heavily guarded ships in the galaxy Pulled off a sick heist. I think that's definitely worth celebrating now that, you know, if people are feeling up to it and Ballad just looks at Fanny. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you all deserve a feast in celebration. What are you talking about? We all did it. You're part of this crew. You you helped do it. Just just really. Why don't I help you cook? Yeah. So you can have some 
enjoyment of this time too because you deserve it why don't we make this a team banquet let's all there's actually plenty of room here um Although, Captain, just again, you don't need to use every single... There's already uh, 17 spices oh. out on the... <laughs> um, yeah, that counter space is good. Just, it's so good. Oh, wow, that's... Wow. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of stuff on the counter. Okay, well, um, this is... Yeah, let's, 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 let's all cook this together. <laughs> it's, let's take advantage of the amount of space. Incredible. Uh, it is a spacious uh, little <laughs> galley. Let's take advantage of that. Team cooking. Okay. I, I'd like to think that this place actually has like a hydroponic. There's like fruits and veggies, which, <laughs> which is very rare for us on our ship. Uh, I think this this ship actually is set up for like fresh fruits and veggies. Love that to grow in there. Absolutely. Um, yeah this this kitchen is extraordinarily well stocked. There is a small hydroponics garden. Uh, I'm gonna say in the kitchen itself, where you can actually <laughs> grow fresh fruits and veggies. What is it, Jess? <laughs> I just noticed I was looking at the rooms and in six, that looks like a bathroom with two toilets. It right is. Next to Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> that is exactly what? what that is. We can screenshot it maybe and put it on our, and put it on our oh like, Lord, Instagram or something it. so people can see when this episode comes out, but it's got two sinks. <laughs> Two your no two like shower areas right next to each other you with take no a curtain dump right next to your bro <laughs> and yeah, the place where two people can take a dump side by side like, with no stall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just two toilets. It's just two toilets. Like <laughs> who was that artist that recently just talked about how oh, they got a toilet installed next so that that they they could take a shit next to each other? <laughs> some some what the heck. <sighs> but yes, no. Well, I'm sorry well that just, that distracted me. So. Um, I w- now I can't. Thank you for seeing that. I w- I noticed it when I was putting this map together, and I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Megan Megan Trainer had a toilet installed next to her, the other toilet, oh. so her and her husband could sit, go to the bathroom together. Ew. They are so oh. weird. They're so weird. That is so weird. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Okay. So you're. <laughs> Ignoring the awkward laboratory situation, fortunately, the toilet on the, you know, second floor where the kitchen is located is a normal bathroom with like one sink and one toilet. (laughs) Sure, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you're all probably just using that one. Anyway, yeah, it's a very well-stocked pantry. There's a little hydroponics garden. (laughs) You're able to make yourself like a... A fantastic feast with uh, Rolora's know-how. And... I'm sh- I'm sure it's comforting for the crew that even though you don't you're not as familiar with the face the exact same concerns over how much counter space that Friday takes up when he's cooking is still readily apparent. This is <laughs> oh, yeah. the Miss Fanny that you've always known and loved. Oh, they probably for the first time their eyes light up as they are like well, Saren, this is how I get these specific minerals to actually <laughs> resonate, and I find it just gives it a nice little something extra. Mm. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I see exactly what you're doing there. It's, I mean, it's almost like chemistry. Oh, absolutely. It's part chemistry, part art. Uh, you know, when I was actually <laughs> 19, I served as a short order cook at a diner. So, you lived a oh. lot of lives. But definitely a short amount, obviously. Much much younger than you, dearie. 
Yeah, I know, right? Isn't that weird? Miss <laughs> <laughs> Fanny, you think there's another cabinet with spices? I don't think I have enough spices. Miss Fanny definitely does know where they're at. It's like, I, <laughs> I think that's all of them. <laughs> I guess I guess this will just be enough to make my five alarm chilly. They use token spell technomancy to like lock the cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that should be all of them. Yeah, yeah, pretty confident. No touchies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say the rest of your journey passes fairly well now that tensions seem to have been resolved for the most part. Relora is interacting with the crew again. Things are sort of starting to settle back into their usual rhythm as you get closer and closer to the rendezvous point with Deminda. On the fourth day of your journey, the Oliphant comes out of the drift within sensor range of the handoff point, which is a desolate, unremarkable asteroid out in the, dia- out in the diaspora. Ballad. Is there any tricks Sinjin used to do to, to before, you know, when working with people? I, I don't know. I, I got a sour sour spot in my stomach, so I'm just, just trying to make sure we're doing everything we should. I mean, mm. I, honestly, there's no way this is on the up and up. I, like, he'll probably give us the money for real, but he then may also try to kill all of us. Um, oh. He is pretty good at that, too. I was better, but... Um. <laughs> well, I was about to say, dear. Not to toot my own horn or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was such a good assassin. <laughs> I'm a much better killer. <laughs> I am a way better murderer. <laughs> Going into this, uh, you think there might be something we can do to prepare just to make sure we can get out of here with, with our hods intact? <sighs> Gosh, I don't even know. Honestly, kind of my feeling right now, like my vibes are telling me like, why don't we just take the ship and go? <laughs> What's he going to do? Like he'll, he, either way, I get honestly, I get the feeling he's going to come after us either way. So that's point one. Mm. Um, the ship, we have some money of our own. I don't think we, I think we could like get started with this ship and just kind of. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I should have thought of this earlier, but <laughs> yeah, we, we, we had a few distractions going on. Well, team, what do you guys want? Do you want to to take our chances with Sinjin, or do you just want to turn around and go somewhere else? <laughs> I suppose if we take the ship right now and go somewhere else, then we don't get paid, and we have a nice fancy ship and no money. We have some money. We got some creds. And then we can just, you know, start doing business. We'll get money. Otherwise, you know, he's going to give us money. He's going to take the ship and get way more off of it. Do evil crap with it, I'm sure. And then we're going to what? We're going to buy another ship that's, like, probably not as cool, honestly. <laughs> well, we got we got one more partner we need to bring into this. Uh, you know, want to set up a communication <laughs> there with Tarika? <laughs> Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, Saren sets to work like uh, Saren sets to work explicitly on Jambot, and uh, to, to have Jambot be like the the hub for Tarika to speak out of. Oh, nice, incredible! Yeah, Miss Fanny lit up when it was like the oh, like time to get another ship. She's like, oh, but then she's like the ship in the hands of Sinjin. 
Oh, that no. guy. Well, <laughs> yikes, yikes, yikes. Uh, yeah, you can use Jambot. The, the ship also has a perfectly functional comm system. I like the Jambot one. Okay. I like the Jambot. Projecting, projecting through Jambot. You call Tarika. Um, you see that she's she's in the middle of like tacking up a poster on the wall of some shitty little office that she rented for herself on Absalom Station. <laughs> <laughs> she's like arranging all of her stuff. Like it's it's a hole, but it's hers. And she just like Aww. so she's putting up all of her personalization flair <laughs> that she had on her cubicle at Edgecorp. It's probably all the stuff she couldn't have on her wall. Yeah, it's it's all stuff. They, it's oh. all stuff that was a little too much personality, you know. Uh, <laughs> so she's like hanging up a poster, I think, of her favorite Brunneri pop star. Like his fur is oh. so shiny. <laughs> it's shiny. It's got Swoon. it's got like little gold beads and jewelry and stuff braided in it. Like, and, I mean, he looks a little slutty to be honest, but. <laughs> She has a calendar full of different slutty otter people. <laughs> no, wearing construction hats and stuff. Absolutely. Oh, One of them God. is dressed up as a firefighter. Like he's got his little claws hooked in his suspenders. <laughs> Back in the Relora's mind. And nothing like, else. I've never been a, a, sm- a slutty Brunari. <laughs> huh. Next form. New form yeah, idea. New form idea. Ah, <laughs> like, uh, Tarika. Like, oh, Friday. Oh my gosh! Oh, are you calling me from? Are you calling me from the new ship? From the ship that you got for Sinjin? Show me around. I want to see the camera. Pan around. Saren. Jambot flies. Pan the camera. Jambot flies around. Oh, wow, that is some. St- that, oh my goodness, that's a state of the art. I don't think I've ever seen anything that nice. I, I totally agree, and uh, that's why we're thinking we might want to keep it. Her ears immediately like flatten down to her head, <laughs> and her jaw hangs open a little bit. She's like, "Keep it, yeah," as in not return it to the crime lord that paid you to Correct. steal it for him. Yeah, hmm. we we figured he's probably going to kill us anyway. So you know, just thinking about it, we had a, a couple of days in the drift to think about it. He like wasn't complete. He you know he's never really explicit. I mean sometimes yeah, but um about you know not so subtly threatening all of us kind of you know so i just really get the feeling as soon as we try to give it i mean here's the thing actually this may go differently now that i'm thinking about it because what i would do in his situation i would lure us i mean we're in the middle of nowhere right now right (laughs) i would lure us to the middle of nowhere have us drop off the ship and then immediately just get gank every single one of us um so that might be what we're walking into. However, if we kill the people sent to kill us, then we can just keep the ship either way and get rid of some loose ends? Question mark? I don't know. It could go lots of ways. <laughs> anyway, as a partner, I just wanted you to, you know, weigh in on this. Thank you. I, you're so... This is why our friendship has really stood the test of time. You're so thoughtful. And I appreciate being looped in. Um, so what I'm hearing <clears throat> is that you're pretty sure, and and I'm and honestly, it sounds believable um, that this very scary Golden League operative hired you to steal 
a very experimental ship. You're thinking he's probably going to try to kill you for it. Didn't you have a personal connection? Um, yeah, we were like dating for a hundred years or so. And um, that's the reason why I think he's going to kill us because uh, talking with Ballad. Uh, at least maybe the rest of us. Who are you? He's mad at me. Oh, goodness, Tariq. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what happened? Wait, I'm sorry. Where's Fanny? She died. No, she's. <gasps> <laughs> Captain. Oh, no. How did it happen? That is a, Tariqa, that is no, a mean that's, trick. That, that's no. Like her Tariqa. eyes are literally starting to well with tears. No, Tarika dear. Oh, no, no, Tarika. No, Tarika dear. That's, it, that's, it's me. It's me, Miss Fanny. I know my hairdo's just uh, a shade different, but. Um, and you're a different you know, species. As Astra Zoans just try try and you do every once in a while. Okay, I'm going to see. I'm going to roll to see if she's ever heard of Astra Zoans. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I love the idea that uh, uh, for Astra Zoan, it's the it's like getting a haircut. The haircut. Is... <laughs> roll a seven on her like culture check. Oh, oh, Astra Zoans, I can see the look on your face. You are really confused. Uh, Astra Zoans are a race of shapeshifters, and uh, turns out Miss Fanny is a shapeshifter. So, um, yeah, this is okay. Fanny, not dead. I'm just pretty technically cool. still alive. That seems like a, that's a great story, and I'm really glad to hear it. I'm glad. Sorry, you're Tariqa, alive. a little gallows humor went the wrong way. Friday, that's not funny. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> you know how I feel about you and your crew. <laughs> I had a few days to get used to Mrs. Miss Fanny being an Astrozoan. Uh, so, so I, I forgot that you weren't clued in yet. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Back to the matter at hand. We can talk about that some other time. I'm a little worried about myself. I'm. I don't live on the spaceship with you, and well, he knows that I'm connected because I was the one that, you know, hooked you up with the job originally. I don't know if he knows that we've actually gone into business together, though. I don't think he does. We can always just kind of protect your your side of the side of things there, Tarika. We can always go in just with the assumption that we're going to be double crossed and just uh, be prepared for it. And if it doesn't happen, well, that's good. But if it does happen, we <laughs> we you know we just get the heck out of there. Good point. It's, it's <laughs> up to you. If you really feel, I also. If you really feel Friday and you know and crew that you're going to be attacked, I don't want you going into that situation. I'm I'm tough. I can handle myself. And there, we don't even know that he knows I'm connected. Well, but if you well, really if nah. you think that you're going to be that there's a chance you'd be killed trying to make this delivery, you should not make it. Honestly, I'm feeling like a little murder horny. So you know what? I think it's. I think let's take the risk, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Terry. I don't want to put you in the risk. So I vote. But we go in. What are you two, uh, well, Miss Fanny, Darren? <laughs> if it's a trap, I'm in danger either way. Exactly. Exactly. So he may be. Honestly, he may have already sent someone to come get you. LOL. Um, but like. <laughs> no. L. Also. Oh. <laughs> L. Name L- of the M A O. That's so funny. 
The reason that just came out of my mouth is because that was the me- that's the comms message Ballad sent to to Xavius on a- a- Absalom Station. It's oh, Sinjin might have sent someone to kill you. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> he was that, is, wow. that is the name of this episode. It's LOL. <laughs> that or gallows humor. Gallows humor. Gallows humor is the title of the episode. <laughs> So, yeah, you may want to kind of, like, prepare yourself. I did tell my sibling who lives on AS kind of what's going on. And I'll send them another message kind of saying, like, maybe they can try and meet up with you. I don't know. Oh, I really appreciate that, Valen. Of course, of course. That makes me feel better. Well, that's two votes for go. Fanny, Saren, what do you think? Our ship does have some pretty good defenses on it got some pretty nice guns for once and i reckon i reckon uh, sarah doesn't say reckon <laughs> i reckon <laughs> i reckon <laughs> oh, that harm that hay that hay work <laughs> uh i suppose that it wouldn't be too bad an idea to just take it for ourselves um i'm not quite fond of sinjin or his employees uh one of them threatened to cut me up just just to sell me sell my pieces so um yeah that guy sucks just a little bit so steal the ship that's what i vote Ooh, okay what about you miss fanny well i i'd be lying if, if i didn't want to unload this ship as quickly as possible but that said rather looking at sarah in particularly rather keep it in the family if if at all possible. Uh, yes, keep it in the family. Sarah Uh-oh. nods. Uh-oh. Safer <laughs> for the for the system at large. Well, Tarika, it looks like you're the tiebreaker. Steal the ship or go in. Oh, gosh. Well, let me kill. Let me kill. Let me kill. <laughs> He's like, flip me the coin. Just kidding. <laughs> um... Uh, I I think it's risky. I think it's ballsy. And I think that that ship looks fucking awesome. And honestly, I'm an independent contractor. Rolf's engine knows I'm just kind of, you know, hooking you up with jobs when you call. I say take it. Tarika, I got the vapors. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Woo! You go wash your mouth out with soap, young lady. She <laughs> she winks at you, and she and she's all like, "I know Friday. We've got a real connection." But unfortunately, and she like pets her sexy poster. I'm <laughs> I have a definite type. Mm, once you go fur. Mm, ooh. <laughs> I've always wondered why you seem to get it so much. And now I know. (sighs) Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Okay. Well, what do we want to do this? Do we want to just leave or do we want to send Sinjin a message? Ballad, would you like to send Sinjin a message that uh, we've decided to keep the ship? Yeah. I just sent him a message that said, JK, you're not getting the ship. LOL. Oh, you sent that? Yeah, literally, I sent it. Relora looks down at the uh, her comms, like, "Oh, we have a transmission from <gasps> Ballad, dear Lord." 
Oh, I forgot to set a message forwarding uh, to prevent your messages from going out directly, all of you. Uh, <laughs> well, better get the engines prepped. Because <laughs> we're at the drop-off point, aren't we? Yeah, yeah we need to, uh, in we fact, need you're actually, you see a beeping on your cam- on your comm channel. You're being hailed. They've. Oh, no. You can assume that you're on their sensors. They know you're here. Like, I just send him another message that's um, me blowing a kiss. Because I made, like, personalized emojis of my little cat head. And it's my cat head repeatedly just blowing him a kiss. I, I just have a picture of it. It's like a, a chibi ballad doing it's that. It's exactly what it is. Chibi ballad, oh. cheeky kiss, and a wink. I, I like that we all had, like, drama-filled moments. And meanwhile, ballads, like, I have around... 7,000 ballad emojis programmed into, <laughs> into the dad into work. <laughs> well, Miss Fanny, why don't you uh, pick a direction and let's get the hell out of here before they uh, they decide to come send some somebody after us. Let's hop Although, in the drift. Uh, Tarika, let's get a new job. Find a job. Let's absolutely. Do some job. I've actually already got a couple leads lined up if you've got a ship ready to go, which you have a lot of extra cargo space too. Uh, turn around, head for Absalom Station, and I'll give you the details when you get here. Sounds like a plan. We could carry Yay. so many tons of Yara berries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Saren, I promise you, I'm finding you much more interesting jobs than that. <laughs> oh, well, that'll be fun. Great. Okay. Sending so many excited ballad emojis in the group like, chat. <laughs> so with that, Tarika <laughs> signs off. Into the drift. You're still being furiously hailed by the station that you were supposed to pull into as you turn the Oliphant in the direction of Absalom Station and jump into the drift. And uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to call it there for this episode. <laughs> Onward to the endless horizon. Onward to the endless horizon. Also, <laughs> this is officially, since you decided not to actually turn in the Oliphant, this is the end of book one. <gasps> <laughs> okay, yeah. I have to know what could have happened. You're, uh, first of all, you're all level three. Oh, yeah! Yeah. And uh, do we want me to tell you what? Well, no, what? You know what? I'm actually, I'm not going to tell you. I'm actually not going to tell you Aww. at all. No. You just don't totally, get. To, you uh... just don't get to know. <laughs> Aww. We have pillow points for our ship for Absalon Station, so we can get nukes or maybe something like that. You can definitely uh, shop some ship upgrades. Uh, I you definitely like a mech. You're, you've got a lot of stuff to, to to look at between now and our next session. But for now. Thank you all so much for listening to the show. This has been uh, Far Beyond the Stars, which is a Fantastic Worlds production. If you can't get enough, we also produce a second show, the Fantastic Worlds podcast, which is based on the Reign of Winter adventure path for Pathfinder 1E. We also recommend connecting with our fantastic community on Discord and Reddit or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find links to access all of those things on our website, fantasticworldspod.com. If you'd like to support us, you can join our Patreon by going to fantasticworlds.cash, where you can get access to behind-the-scenes content for all of our shows and a whole extra Pathfinder 2E podcast that we produce exclusively for our Patreon subscribers. I'm Abby, your galactic mistress, and you can find me at Bonanza Famine on Instagram or Twitter. And I'm Heidi. I play Saren, who is currently confused as to how we're going to land an Absalom station with a stolen ship. And... um, (laughs) 
You can find me on Twitter at Vamihilion. That's V-A-M-I-H-I-L-I-O-N. Oh, good. Maybe we could just put a tarp over it. The space tarp? <laughs> well, that's an idea. Um, oh, my God. How expensive do you think a tarp of that size would be? Jeez, right? Freaking um, thousands of dollars. Well, remember, it's not a huge ship. It's actually a small ship with a huge inside. <laughs> yeah, but right. still... Deal. But that's the kind of genius idea that comes from me, Angel Espinoza, <laughs> at Espinoza916. Uh, this is Jess, aka Ballad, living for just throwing everything in Sinjin's stupid, freaking handsome face. Uh, <laughs> it's a very handsome and face. It's a very handsome he's a good face. Looking, he's fair. a good looking murderer. I mean, I why sim- do you think we together for, for so long? <laughs> Right? <laughs> I, like, Ballad wasn't simping for him. He was definitely more of the simp in the relationship. Ooh. But, like, there's a reason she stayed, even though he's a dick. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, you can find me at Hank the Clank. And this is Dustin sipping, as always, for Tarika. Uh, well, Friday sipping for Tarika. <laughs> uh, uh, you can find me at Dustin Alexander. And, Sir- and Tarika simping for slutty... <laughs> slutty <laughs> Brunneri. <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoy our show do us a favor and help spread the word to friends and family who you think also might want to get in on this slutty Brunary action and we'll see you next time far beyond the stars really actual pew pew, 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 pew. we can do that pew, now pew pew yes Far Beyond the Stars is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder Adventure Path Fly Free or Die is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2020. All Paizo content is used with permission. They're terrible therapy bots. (laughs) That's not very good therapy. (laughs) Ah, Edgecorp. You uh, you have feelings? They're getting in the way of your work? Oh my god. <laughs> You're a burden. Don't you be a burden. Put that shit down right now. <laughs> <laughs> Heidi, that was such a good ad. Sorry to jump That's, great. That's such a good ad. Holy crap. I love World that building. <laughs> good world building, <laughs> Heidi. Fucking awesome. So awesome. Sorry, we're having a somber yeah. scene. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh.